Hey everybody, welcome to Journey of the Roadrunner. I'm Paul Stressner, Rhode Islander on the journey to run a race in all 50 states. Joining me is my friend and personal trainer, Adriana Ferns, and together we strive to inspire you to live a healthier, happier life by exploring the transformative power of running, both physical and mental wellness, as well as personal growth. Our podcast covers a wide range of topics, including fitness, nutrition, mindfulness, and self-improvement. We invite a diverse range of guests to share their insights, including authors, podcasters, athletes, and individuals who are making a difference in Rhode Island. Journey of the Roadrunner aims to inform, entertain, and motivate our listeners to embark on their own journeys towards optimal health and well-being. Now let's get the show on the road. Hey everybody, it's Paul here. And Adriana. Back with a brand new episode. Wouldn't be more of like a recap episode because like a lot's happened since the last time we recorded, which wasn't really that long ago. No. Uh, um, let's see. Since the last time we were here, there were some uh, there was some major wildfire smoke. Oh yeah, <laughs> coming in. <laughs> now, did you run in that at all? Uh, yeah, without knowing it. Uh, yeah. I had an awesome run. It was like on a Wednesday. Oh, that was a bad. That was a bad smoke too. <laughs> yeah, I because you know I don't usually watch the news or anything, so I didn't had no idea. So I thought it was just like um, cloudy out. It was like weird looking clouds, but it just looked like clouds to me. But apparently it was smoke, and then um, the next day I went into work, and then. But I had like a hard time breathing. My nose was running nonstop. So it's crazy. So I was thinking that it was a smoke that was affecting me. But in retrospect, it might, I might, it might be a coincidence. I think I ended up getting a cold. <laughs> yeah, I think a, a few people got sick, though, around. You know, I wonder if it's just your sinuses get infected from it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that was probably it, too. I yeah. I ended up going out Friday. I was aware of the smoke because I went out. I thought my uh, neighbors they they burn shit all the time, and <laughs> so I like I creeped over to their yard. I'm like, what the hell are they burning today? And I was, they're like not outside. I'm like, oh fuck, it's the wildfires, and I could smell smoke, which is wild. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. oh, it's all the way from Canada, and um, your trashy neighbors are burning something. <laughs> the neighbors <laughs> from the north. <laughs> yeah. So I. I uh, but then I ended up making plans to run with a friend on Friday. And we, and I, like you, I had a great run. But again, now, if you're in the woods, A, you're definitely, you're protected a lot more from environmental hazards, right? And then mm-hmm. um, B, that, you know, that's what the trees are doing, right? They're sucking all the crap in and giving us oxygen. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely... Um, I had a great run that Friday and people are like, you shouldn't run today. I'm like, well, at least it's wood and not like a chemical fire. And I had a, a great soccer game Sunday. Like I felt like a million bucks. So I think some people yeah. were affected more than others for sure. Mm-hmm. I had a, a little dull headache one day. Like I went outside to walk the dog and I remember it being, I think it was Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. I had a little bit of a headache, but I work indoors. So I yeah. probably, you know, that there was that. But yeah. I never got sick, thank God. Yeah, it was really bad on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, so it was like when I got to work on Thursday, that's when I found out about the 
wildfires and the smoke coming from there. Because then I saw like New York really got nailed with that. Probably oh, worse yeah. than us. Yeah. Yeah, the the I walked into work and the, unfortunately there's like all the news stations on every TV in the morning. All right. Mm-hmm. And um but every this is for for one time the the liberal, the conservative, and then the one that I just have no idea what they're actually doing on that station. We're all like New York pink skies. I was like, well, at least they're really on something today. <laughs> and there's that. When the environmental destruction is happening, everyone agrees. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so I was really bad on Thursday and Friday, but then, um, Saturday was the um, Gatsby Days 5K. And um, at first, like, I wasn't sure if they were going to even do it because a lot of places were, like, canceling things, outdoor things. But the smoke had pretty much cleared out by then. And I was actually, I felt like I was feeling better. So I ended up um, going to the race. And then by the time I got there, you could actually see blue sky again. So it was nice. That's, That's really nice. But yeah, and I—I I, I mean, I—I I feel like I—I I just canceling events over that. Like, dude, again, if it was like a chemical fire, I could see that. But like, it's smoke from like—I mean, if you were in New York, let's say, I get it. Like, it was—I guess it was really, really bad there, and you could see it. But I mean, it was bad here. But I feel like canceling a race would have been kind of stupid. Yeah, around yeah, here. The, yeah, yeah, like by then. Yeah, but I think they were. Um, opening up stuff in New York by then too. It was mostly Wednesday and Thursday. They had like canceled the Yankees games and stuff. So, but um, yeah, they definitely, um, I could see that there, you know, that was definitely a reason. There's a reason to cancel stuff there. Cause it's crazy there. Like, but here it was, I'm really glad they didn't cancel your race. Cause that would have sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And the parade. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a big Gatsby Days parade. I grew up going to that. So I lived nearby. I used to be able to walk to it or ride bikes or whatever. So, yeah, a little throwback. But, um, and it, it turned out to be pretty brutal for me. But <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just say that it was appropriate, appropriately named, um, Gatsby Days because I was gasping. <laughs> so I was really gaspy. So, <laughs> I couldn't breathe in. I felt it reminded me of um, when I did the race in Colorado where it was like really thin air coming in. Oh, yeah. But the difference was when I went to Colorado, I was like expecting that. So I actually ran a few days that week, you know, get used to the air. So then I ended up doing pretty well there and meddled. (laughs) But this time, I was not expecting it. Like I probably went like, maybe three quarters of a mile before I had to like stop and walk. Cause I, I couldn't breathe. Like I couldn't breathe in. I could only use my mouth. And it was like, um, yeah. When you're not taking the air in, it really does a number on you physically, but I kept going. But- cause, cause that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> but, um, you? <laughs> So uh, for anyone who's a fairly new listener, Paul has run a lot of different races. In, I, I won't say incapacitated, but with with issues that maybe 
the average person wouldn't have chosen to, <laughs> to run. <laughs> All chooses self-violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've messed up ankle every in a mile and a half. On yeah, you, you had a sinus infection like last year, wasn't it last year that you ran that five-miler? Uh, oh, the five-miler, yeah, that was a couple of years ago. No, that yeah. was, that was uh, pneumonia. <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> it wasn't a sinus infection. It was oh, pneumonia. Oh, only pneumonia. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, that's it. Takes a special kind of person to do races, though. In general, I feel like <laughs> not everyone does these things, but I feel like there's there's a, that's why you know you're an obstacle racer too, because you're just gonna do some shit that you might not. The average person wouldn't oh. think it was a good idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the times I was sick, like. Um, both times I thought I was better until I actually started running. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was like both breathing issues. Both times it was breathing issues and just like walking. Yeah, like, I could breathe fine. But then once, you know, you got your heart rate up, it was yeah. pretty brutal. Yeah. Well, but, you're um, taking those... more, more oxygen and your body's like, I have nowhere. I can't do it. I have nowhere <laughs> to put this. <laughs> yeah. You like needed an inhaler or something. Right. I don't have any, but some <laughs> I was able to. <laughs> I was able to run. There was like some downhill parts, so I was able to like um, when I was able to run, I was able to like you know go down the hill and everything. Then I had to like walk up. I when it straightened out or going uphill, I had to to walk. I would try running, now, but then my legs wouldn't move. So correct me if I'm wrong. Did you send me a picture of you holding a beer after the gas fee race? Um, yeah, they do bear. I don't remember if I, I don't know if I took a picture this year. Last year I did. I feel like I got a picture for me. I know you sent me one Thursday. Yeah. For the other race. I might have. I did have a bear after the race. Um, I can't I mean, remember I'm what kind of bear back. it was. I they, need to see <laughs> something. Yeah, they, they open up like a, a bear garden afterwards. It's like in a fenced in area. Oh, you just sent me a picture of uh, you. You didn't send me the one of the beer. The beer was the other race. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was the uh, summer nights. Yep. Yeah. So we. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm. I'm. Even though it was a struggle, I'm glad I did it. So yeah, you're back. And, and it was nice out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I. I mean, I did it bad for me, but. It's all about perspective. There are a lot of people that finished after me too. So, and there's a lot of people who didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then there's that. So, yeah. You, you, you always, Paul. You, you show up, dude. That's your. You know, no one's ever gonna say yeah. you didn't go for it. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks because then, like, in the way back in, there was like um, more people that were, um, you know, gathering for the parade and everything. And I hate like walking in front of people when I'm supposed to be running. <laughs> Oh yeah, but what can you do? So it must have been kind of a clusterfuck over there. What do you mean? Like with the parade coming on, and yeah, well, it starts at the other end of the parkway. It's like on Narragansett Parkway, so um, it it it's like an out and back. So you you start and you finish where the parade ends. So when we started the race, it was probably before the parade even started. I think the parade started at ten, and it's, okay. And I think it's like um, 
don't know if it's two miles, maybe. Might be two and a half miles. Yeah, because on this road, this is where I used to actually do um, cross-country practice in high school. Oh, cool. A little nostalgia for you. Yeah, yeah. And that nasty hill. I always hated that and still do. <laughs> I was going to say, did it, did it change? <laughs> yeah, it got worse. <laughs> it gets <laughs> yeah. worse when you can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I have to say, when we're younger, things definitely feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. What is that saying? The, um, uh, youth is wasting. What is it? Uh, youth is, uh, no, it's, uh, God damn it, I can't remember. Something wasted on the youth. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so true, dude. Because it's like, yeah. I mean, I you I wish I don't think I like I wish someone did tell me when I was younger what a dumbass I was. I'm sure plenty of people did, and I didn't listen. But <laughs> right? Yeah. It, <laughs> because I'm like, man, that, that that there's that other saying. If I knew, if I knew then what I know now, oh, wow. or mm -hmm. yeah, if my brains were the way they are but my body because i have to say when when you're a kid man you're like uns i was unstoppable when i was a kid i feel like i don't know how i survived my 20s <laughs> you know i'm like yeah and now i'm like oh, i'm like oh i'm i want to be in bed by 8 30 so i can read and fall asleep by 8 45 and you know if if my like 21 year old self saw me now they'd be like you loser <laughs> <laughs> which you know on the contrary but still it's, it's just funny that perspective of like what things used to be like and mm -hmm. you know how you were when you were younger and how your body recovered like i bet when you were running that cross-country hill yeah it sucked but like you're probably flying up that hill compared to when we're older right right yeah 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 i probably <laughs> ran up it faster than i go downhill now but <laughs> and, and, and it kind of sucks though because like my brain's there like i feel like i can really do it but then um <laughs> but then the body says no <laughs> but yeah i'll i'll be getting back there i've um yeah working on it so yeah you've been doing i mean as your trainer i you've been everything's been looking good you haven't had any issues you're Hips are doing good. Your back, your shoulder mm -hmm. seems like it's clearing up. I mean, we've yeah. had a, you know, everything seems like your, you know, it's just your sinuses or your head are really been the issue lately. I don't think it's been your body at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, here feeling. we are at the end of June, and it feels like um April. <laughs> yeah. With all these showers True. and everything, and the, yeah, yeah. It's been, so for anyone who lives on the East Coast is feeling us, I'm sure, because it's been raining. I mean, we get rain in June, but it's really been raining a lot. Yeah, yeah, it feels like spring. So, yeah, it feels like the yeah. seasons are shifting. Yeah, yeah, and that affects my head. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was that Saturday. And then was it the next day? I don't remember if it was the next day that you had um, puppy yoga. Oh, yeah, we did. It was Sunday. Um, puppy yoga was the 11th. And it was awesome. We raised uh, $2,020 mm -hmm. and people loved it. We got to meet, I think, um, a woman who joined us. She may be um, adopting one of the dogs, which is really awesome. because cool. This is my favorite. She, the dog is um, a mama dog. So I think she's a year and a half. And, you know, not everyone takes those dogs. She just had the litter of puppies recently. And 
Um, those aren't the dogs that everyone goes for, right? Everyone goes for the puppies. So right. the fact that she was like, hey, if she's gone on vacation, and she said, if this dog is still here, she's going to adopt her. And she already has two dogs and cats. She's one of those people who has like the family of pets, which I think is great. And um, she's a super, super sweet human. And she said, if the dog is still there, she's going to adopt it. And I, I see her quite a bit at the gym. So you know what I'm doing. I'm like, hey, that dog's still there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it's awesome because uh, it's, you know, the goal is to raise money, but also to adopt. You know, if you're doing this yoga with the puppies and you're this dog, you have a dog that's like hanging on you. Of course, you're going to want to take it home. If you're if you're even thinking about adopting a dog, what do you think is going to happen when one of them decides it likes you? Right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it was, it was real. You know, I have to tell you, like, we're trying to, I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, like, trying to help humans is a lot harder. And it's not necessarily always the people's fault. Like, we, we try to help kids and do free yoga for, um, it's, it's just getting into certain facilities. It, there's a lot of bureaucracy and it's like unnecessary at best. Like, that's, a, that's a nice way to put it. Um, it's almost like they're just, they don't want, it's like when you're doing something for free, people definitely don't, you know, like we, I think I mentioned, like we were trying to get in the training school and it was just like constantly canceling meetings. Now I have a job, but I'm, I have a schedule, I'm a scheduled employee. Like I schedule things. So when you cancel something 30 minutes before, like you just screwed me out of money. And then also I'm doing this for free. So mm -hmm. you're, it's just, and it was happening quite a bit. Um, and it's like, oh, we have to meet with this person, that person. And here's my thing. I'm a very simple person about what you have, what you need. Why do I have to talk to keep talking to people about what I'm here to do free yoga? Like what, what's there to talk about? And, you know, I have that kind of attitude where I'm, I'm a no nonsense person. Let's just get down to business. Why are we talking so much? Like, here's what I want to do. Here's the plan. What's there to talk about? Well, you have to meet with this person, that person. I'm like they don't even show up to meetings. How am I going to meet with them? <laughs> <laughs> Like oh, so frustrating. Yeah. It, it really is, Paul. And you know, I, I I felt so good after this puppy yoga that I actually, you know, Patty and I were both talking about it. She's the owner of the company. Um, it felt so good that we actually did something that, like, we made an impact. And you know, we're kind of shifting gears. Of course, we're going to work with people still, but we really want to just start working with the local shelters because I feel like that's where we're getting, we're doing more. And we want to do something to help, right. whether it be, you know, our goal was to help, you know, at risk youth. And like, that was really where our mission was, but then we still will, you know, obviously when we can find organizations that need us or want to work with us. But in the meantime, I'm like, I, we both kind of said, Hey, listen, these animal shelters are struggling, especially since the pandemic, you know, they, they took a bad hit. There's a lot of animals coming up from the South. So if we can help a bunch of animals, that's going to feel just as good, you know, because they're, they're helpless. Mm -hmm. It's different yeah. than helping people, you know, not that younger people aren't like, wouldn't say helpless, but you know, animals really, they depend on us a hundred percent. So yeah. mm -hmm. it, it was awesome. I mean, honestly, I had so much, I was, I was elated about everything. Like I was literally like, I had a smile on my face all week from doing it. It just, it made me feel so good that I was able to make such an impact in such a short amount of time, mm -hmm. you know, like it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, Oh, every day or every week. Like we, we did one event and they were so grateful. Like the, just feeling that appreciated and, and feeling like that we actually made a difference, a difference. Mm -hmm. like it, you know? 
So yeah, it was awesome. And we're going to do another one in August. So everyone keep, keep a listen. Cause awesome. we definitely want, yeah, we're probably going to do it for the same facility in August. They were so happy. And, um, you know, there's going to be other facilities too. I believe that we're going to start reaching out to cause we did puppies. We want to do kittens too. Cause it's a, a lot of cats who need homes. So it's, yeah, it's great. It feels good. So anyone who's listening, stay tuned if you're interested. And if, even if you're not from around here and you want to donate, I mean, we're, we're rescuing dogs from the South and Rhode Island, which I'm sure a lot of other States are doing, but so, you, you know, it's, it's a countrywide thing, taking care of animals. Yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Like, yeah. If you're not getting cooperation from one organization, now uh, you found something else and, um, yeah, you can focus on that and, you know, build up from there. Yeah. And it, it feels so good. Like it felt so good. I literally like, and I had a soccer game that morning and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I was just, it was, it was, I, you know, like playing, you know, playing soccer. I'm, I'm going to be 45 next month, like playing and then like helping animals. Like what a day. Like there, yeah. there probably wasn't, you know, I was like, there probably isn't a better day than that. Like it <laughs> was just the cool, it was the best day. I'm like, I played soccer, which I love. I had a blast. The game went great. And then, you know, we, uh, we saved some puppies and, or at least helped save some puppies from the South and help them. They said it's, it, they, re they were able to rescue for two weeks from, you know, transporting vet bills and everything for the money we raise, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're rescuing animals from another place and they need to transport and they, you know, they're, they're usually a lot sicker down there cause they're coming up with all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds sounds like you're like you're like on the right path. <laughs> yeah, it feels like this is what you should be doing. Yeah, and hopefully you can come to the next one. Let me know when you set a date. Yep, that sounds good. And For then, sure. I'll see what else is going on, and then uh, oh, I did the this past Thursday. I did the summer nights five k. Luckily, I I signed up as soon as I saw the posting for it. Because it like sells out right away all the time. Because I think there's like um, 400 people or something. I yeah, I want to do it next year with you. So ne next yeah. year, as soon as you see it pop up, if I miss it, I'm I'm yeah. in. I want to do it. Yeah. yeah, I think the problem is that um, like they only have like limited parking and stuff, or else they'd probably be able to let more people in. It's like so popular. They had to like turn a lot of people away because <laughs> there's only so much room there. Yeah, that makes sense. So for this one, my breathing was like um, a little bit better, but I was still feel like I'm I was still struggling with my breathing. But I was also like thrown off a little bit because it was um, kind of like running a trail race. Like it was like really narrow. And some of it was literally a trail race. So you run on the grass and then through these woods a little bit and it's narrow. So if there's like... Um, yeah, there were like a bunch of people in front of me and there was nowhere to maneuver and get by. And so then it would like throw off my um my rhythm. Right. So that was a struggle. And that but then when um there were some points where I was able to to pass people and then I would I would fly and I'd make up my time. Oh, that's then, awesome. But like when you do get out on the street and everything, they have cones in the middle because it's an out and back. So you know, like on one side and then the people coming back or like on the other side of the cones and you can't really 
you can't jump in the other lane. You have a head-on <laughs> collision. <laughs> yeah, so this yeah, is that. Mount, Mount, I should also mention, yeah, this is that Mount Hope Farm, and it's, like, so beautiful there. Yeah, um, they, they have a great farmer's market over there on Saturdays. I think it's 9 to noon. Yeah, it's great. But, um, yeah, and I never knew that until I did this a uh, couple of years ago that you could actually go to the farm anytime and go walking on the grounds because then you go down and the then you, you can go down to the water and get a view of the Mount Hope Bridge and everything. Oh, it's nice over there, yeah. But um, usually you can see at this race, it's like at night and, and you see the sun setting over the bridge with all the water and everything. It's beautiful. But, um, yeah, this time it was lying cloudy out. But it was supposed to rain, but it ended up dissipating. So we lucked out with that. It was like ended up being a perfect temperature and everything. So it was like perfect running conditions. And there were a lot yeah, of people that a lot of people stayed and everything. And it's were there, fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was going to say, were there any good food restaurants? Because I know one, one year Chomp went. Yeah, I guess it's Chomp's, but all there is is pizza. Like um, okay. little pizza slices. But it's um, sponsored by... Um, Narragansett beer so then they have all the different kinds of um Narragansett beers and there's um a hard iced tea and then they yeah then they have the IPAs and like regular Narragansett beer so it all uh, that's fun you know like some of these you you know you hand them a ticket and, and that's it and you know this is one of those like you have two tickets and they keep track unlike other races where you can just like have as much as you want <laughs> oh yeah well that's like the finish for the guinness man that that they just they don't care like you're just up there drinking the beer yeah they have like a lot more food there too though so <laughs> yeah that after party well we were talking about that earlier before we came on that we want to get the those girls on and talk about it and just find out what's going on why it's the last one if they're just tired of you know it's a lot of work to put on a race mm -hmm. that'll be good to have them on there and they were like kind of the inspiration of this, you know, yeah. the, involving the charities and stuff. So, yeah, so that'll be good. Yeah, it's sad that that's going to be the last one, especially as popular as it is. But yeah. I know we got to get everyone, everyone, we're going to have to rally up the troops. So anyone who's listening who's local, or if you just want to show up and hang out with us after, yeah. we are going to be there for sure. Yeah, that's a fun race too. <laughs> it really is. Yep. Now, um, do you have any other events coming up? Um, trying to think. No, I don't have anything scheduled I, right now. My my gonna, mom's coming. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, my my mom's going to be coming up in a couple of weeks, and she'll be here for a month. So, okay, probably, that probably wouldn't be good if I um if yeah. she comes <laughs> up here and I go and leave. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <It's a racist. laughs> Um, you're doing the Rugged Maniac with us in September. Um, oh, that one I'm not sure about because I might do the um, Tunnel to Towers in New York, okay. and, th and that's the following day. Oh, yeah, that'll be a lot. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been itching to do that because that's like my favorite race, and I haven't done it since before the pandemic. Right. Well, that'll so, be a good one to get back. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, technically, I could do both but i don't want to jinx myself and get hurt <laughs> yeah right well it's, it's a lot anyway to do an obstacle race and then a regular race after like the rugged maniac that's in western mass and it's probably like not too too far from new york that's true too 
Yeah. Well, that, you have to think about that because that actually might not be too bad because it's only a 5K. It'd be different if you were doing a Spartan. Right, yeah. Like a beast, you know? Yeah. yeah I have I have uh, that race coming up and then nothing else. I was talking to one of my friends about looking at some trail, like some long trail races, you know, with no obstacles just to, just to run. And uh, then I have Movnat. I'm going for my level two, finally. Um, mm -hmm. I've been going back and forth about it, and I think I'm ready, so I'm going to go for it. It's in November. I'm going to um, I'm gonna give a shout-out to Ryan McGowan. He's going to be the one hosting the level one and two in Warwick, Rhode Island. So I'm going to go do some training sessions with him just to, you know, iron out any uh, any wrinkles I have in my in my skills. That way I'm ready to go. So is it, like, different types of – exercises and stuff yeah it's more yeah. advanced so there's oh. obviously always going to be mobility and movement because it's movement um there's so there's a lot more um like there's climbing so vaulting would be under the the um definition of climbing so it's you vault you know you jump over things basically um using your hands to kind of assist but you know throwing your legs over um so like walls or or you know pipes anything like that if you're in the woods over like trees that are down um and then there's rolling so if i was to jump off something high to break my fall i i hit the ground and then roll some mm. of the rolls that we're going to be doing are like you kind of just you're you're going forward and then you roll um and i think i've talked about this before if if you know i'm in soccer and i get tripped and i'm in, through the air naturally for some reason i roll but to actually just like stop or like run and just roll it's it's not as easy as it as you would think like it's weird that i can do it without thinking mm -hmm. you know it, it's i guess it's a good thing because it's natural that, that that's my reaction when i fall is that i roll because i've been playing soccer for years and i'm constantly rolling like it's it's always happening <laughs> and uh, you know i'm very i'm good at falling i guess but that's because like no one's telling me to do it so this is a little more challenging for me because it's 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 more controlled, which I guess, right. you know, that's, that's something I've always had issues with is just, you know, it, it's, I have it, um, I don't have good impulse control. So I think that goes with, you know, me being able to like, learn how to do something like this too, where it's like, oh, if it just happens, I'm going through the air and I land and I'm fine. But this is where it's going to be challenging for me personally. And that's one of the things I like about Movnat too, because you know, there's a lot of focus in it and it, it helps. There's a meditation aspect to it because you have to really be focused on what you're doing and learn where, it, where your body is in space when it's moving. And it's just, it's fascinating. Some of the stuff that we do, um, you're going to be hanging and like legs swing up. So like you're going to get your leg up on the, you have to get yourself up where one leg is on like a pole or, you know, again, if you're in the woods on a branch and you're going to kick, you basically kick the opposite leg that's hanging down, you're going to kick it to get momentum and, and then be sitting up on top. I don't know if I'm describing this well, but um, you're going to be sitting up on top of whatever you're on. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of different upper body things that we have to do. So it's it's a lot of training. And, um, you know, the, I'm sure other people have this issue in life, too, like things I, i'm trying to set up my schedule my workout routine and it's like i never not work out like i always make time to work out but a lot of the time my time seems to be getting like crunched and like p things are getting in the way of what i want to do which is irritating since like life you know but yeah um 
I really, it's one of those things, once you've dedicated yourself, it's like, you have to learn how to adjust what's, what's around you and what you, what sacrifices you can make to make sure you're doing the things you want to do. You know, so I'm looking at my schedule. I'm like, I really like to go to the beach on Friday, but I'm, I'm piling in, uh, in the summer. I try to give myself summer hours then I'm piling in work in other places that then it's going to like interfere in my workout. So it's like, I have to go to the beach an hour less. Like it's not a big deal. It's just, it's part of something I do in the summer to recharge. Like I find it really, you know, I feel like I heal. I physically feel better in the summer, like hands down, unless I did something dumb. I always feel better because I'm always at the beach by myself or with someone else, but I relax. I read books. I swim. There's something about being at the ocean that really, I think it heals. And it's like, it's very important that I do it because I've noticed a big difference, but it's also like, all right, now where are you going to fit these people at work? Where are you going to fit this? You know? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's challenges. I mean, it's something, it's, it's one of those things where you have to cut out things that aren't serving you and really just try to make sure you make time for your workouts and for the things that you, you know, cause my workouts are that beach time is just as important as my workouts in the summer because exactly. of what, yeah. you know, what it does for me, even though it's, I'm not, a, I'm not good at relaxing. And when you go out with a book, there's no service where I go on the beach. Hardly. I go, I walk way down to the end. There's no one down there and there's no service. So I can't use my phone. It's fucking beautiful. (laughs) You know, even if I wanted to. Right. So it's, it's one of those things though. You have to really, so when you, I think that's a lot of people have problems with that. It's like once you, you pay for something, you commit to it and you want to be better at something. It's, it's like, that's what you have to focus on no matter what. And, you have to sacrifice sometimes your social time or things like that to make sure you're doing the things that mean a lot to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a delicate balance. Yeah. Cause like you said that, you know, the relaxing, like that's like, like a healing process. That's just as important because you can't go nonstop. Right. All the time you get burnt out and you're not helping anybody. (laughs) No. Yeah. No, not at all. You know, and it's it's important. And I think that's one of the things like even taking the certification, it's natural movement. It's part of getting out in nature. And it, a lot of the stuff we do is in nature and move that and, you know, getting out in nature to just go enjoy it is part of that, too, because you're being mindful of what you're doing. And, you know, it's it really I think move that it really helps me grow as a person just to even physically train. But it's also like the concept of it it's you know i'm i get more excited about it the more i do it and there's other stuff i enjoy doing at the gym and working out but um you know it's it's like when i'm now i'm like forced to really dive deep and i'm not like feeling pressure necessarily i feel good i'm just more irritated at my at like like life that i have to do other <laughs> obviously work is something i like my job i love my job but it's it, it is like when other things come up you're like why is all this getting in my way right <laughs> why, yeah, do exactly. have, why do we have to sleep eight hours why can't six <laughs> be enough you know yeah. <laughs> you know and i like my sleep like i just i have to go to bed and i don't Paul, do you have this issue like i get up regardless of what time I go to bed, I literally get up the same time every morning. My brain, I hear the birds and it's like, whoop, time to get up. And sometimes my cat like bats me around a little cause she's also ready to get up, but it's the same time. She, even she's on my schedule and she's like, come on, you're not up. It's time. And like, you know, they have the luxury of eating and going back to sleep. Once I'm up, I'm up. 
But I, I went to bed a little later last night and I still, not much, I got seven and a half hours of sleep, but I, I try to aim for eight. And if I go to bed and I only had seven, my body's still like, whoop, it's like between 4.15 and 4.30 usually. Four, four like 18 has been the time I've been waking up, like on the dot. It's the weirdest oh. thing. Yeah, yeah, I've been waking up at like um, 4.45. But um, yeah, it depends how, because, you know, I just had the stretch where I wasn't, feeling good so then i go back to sleep but especially in the summer i i'm usually it's i wake up at 4 45 and it's already getting light out so, yeah yeah so like by five o'clock it's like the sun's basically out <laughs> and um oh, yeah, it is. But, it's nice but um yeah i i never sleep in unless um unless something's wrong <laughs> that's how i know that i'm like sick or <laughs> Like we kind of talk about, like I'm always like nonstop. So, yep. Sometimes I'm the same as you. Up, slow down. <laughs> yeah, I I will sleep a lot if I'm not if I'm in a lot of pain. If I have an injury, I can uh, I can sleep like ten. It's the weirdest thing. I can go like 10, 12 hours, and I never sleep like that. Yeah. But I I my neck was hurt. I remember it. Not even like on any like pain meds or anything. Just like passing out for like. 10 hours one day I woke up I'm like whoa like it's not like 10 hours you know and <laughs> yeah. then like I'm in pain I wake up in pain I go to sleep in pain and then I'm like I slept one day it was like 12 which that was like the height of it when I was really bad I'm like how am I sleeping like this right you know your body heals in your sleep so it, it also yeah. made me happy it was something it was like a, a, a you know a silver lining to being in pain I'm like well my body's pretty efficient if it's making me stay asleep for 12 hours to heal you know like Mm -hmm. It also made me happy. I'm like, it's a, it's a plus side. Cause I mean, you know, just as much as anyone when you're injured, man, like you, you get depressed and it, you're like, what happened? Like stock, like life is shitty. Like no one's happy when they're hurt. Right. And it's like, especially if you're, you use your physical self to keep your mental self sane. Yeah. You and, need that and, movement and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like to be able to actually, when your body does shut itself down and it makes you rest, it's it's a fascinating thing too. Because some people don't when they when they're hurt, they sleep less, they sleep in increments because they're in pain. My body's like, I don't care how much pain I'm in, we're we're knocking out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I always sleep in increments because I get sleep issues. So like I yeah. always wake up um, at least once or twice. But last night I think I woke I up at three thirty and then then um what like five thirty. I just do the pee, just the pee, yeah. and it drives me nuts. No matter, yeah, I, you know, I try not to drink a lot of water before bed, and I still last night I didn't, which was shocking because it's like usually I always have to wake up to pee, and it's super frustrating because I'll go six hours hard sleep, no problem. Then it's like for some reason after the six hour mark, my body's like I have to pee, and I'm like yeah. come on, <laughs> and usually I can go right back to sleep, but I'm like can't you just go two more hours without waking up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I do all the things like they're like do this don't drink water it's you know it's frustrating when you like I'll listen to podcasts or I'll read you know it's like do this do that and it'll help with this I'm like well it's not fucking helping I no. stopped drinking water three hours before bed and I still pee yeah. in the middle of the night <laughs> and I'm like what's gonna and then I love my old clients they're like wait till you get older I'm like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, it's bad now. What is going to happen when I get old? I'm just going to wear Depends and fucking kiss my pants. <laughs> 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 I don't even care. I'll be like the astronaut. Remember the oh yeah, yeah, the, the astronaut, like freaking shit herself, kidnapping somebody. 
Yeah, she drove from Texas to Florida or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd poop in my sleep, but like I'll definitely wear a Depends to pee when I get older, like in my sleep. No shame, dude. I'll just wear a diaper <laughs> bed. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, when did I get up to you wear a Depends, Paul, when you get older to bed. Uh, I probably wouldn't. Then I wouldn't be able to say I'd be all uncomfortable being all wet down there. So you, you might not know though. Uh. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because I wake up. And then when I have to get up to pee, it's like a project because I have like a um a CPAP mask. So then I have to like shut the machine off, take the mask off. Oh. <laughs> you might then maybe you should wear it depends when you get older. <laughs> <laughs> this episode will, will be titled <laughs> Will You Wear Depends When You Age? It's bad so you, can you can pee your bed. <laughs> Uh, maybe we can get them as a sponsor. We <laughs> should <I'll> try it. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me depends for free, I'll try it. I will pee my pants tonight just to see if it helps. <laughs> Do a commercial like the was it the papers ones that they have with yeah. um, absorbent and <laughs> just yeah. pouring the water on the deck. <laughs> Don't be ashamed if you pee yourself at night. You'll sleep better if you can just not have to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would solve a lot of problems. <laughs> right? I'll let you know. Maybe I'll give it a whirl in a couple of years. <laughs> I'm, I'm petrified of the whole, like, I'm almost going to have to stop listening to some of the podcasts I've been doing because I'm listening to, like, the perimetopausal thing where you, like, don't sleep. I feel like I sleep pretty good. I have time. I feel like we all have times, you know. But, like, I've been doing the earplugs to bed now because Mike got the puppy. And if he's, like, trotting around, I can hear his nails. I'm a light, light sleeper until uh, I'm not, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing the earplugs and plus the birds, too. I try to dodge them. It doesn't really help. When the air conditioners come back, uh, we put just put ours in our window. It was supposed to be really hot tomorrow. When they start going on at night, I feel like I sleep really good with the air conditioner because you don't hear anything. Oh, oh. Well, that's good. I um, lately I've been listening to um, like I go on a YouTube and then I play like um, like frequencies. Oh, cool. That's supposed to help you sleep and stuff. And yeah, so that seems to help because all it is is yeah, it's just basically noise. Yeah, I have the sound machine, mm-hmm. and that seems to help a little too. I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I am a little nervous with the perimenopausal thing though, because I'm like, oh, is that going to happen to me? And then oh, I have one client, and I really like her too, and she's like, it's not that didn't happen that bad for me. So I'm like, oh, good. So like, there's somebody who's saying it wasn't that bad. She's like, I still slept pretty good. I'm like, okay, so maybe it's not everyone, you know, because it's like yeah. I'm, I'm going to be 45, and that's this is about the time when like it starts to change a little so uh, you want to be prepared but now it's like you don't want to hyper focus you know yeah yeah because maybe you would be okay but because you have it in your head that it's gonna be right. a problem then I'll, yeah right it's like yeah, you're, you're setting your you're manifesting it yeah <laughs> right and you know i think that's the that's the downside sometimes of like too much education it's like if you're overthinking things and I, I find this with a lot of people in general, like, you know, it's like, keep it simple, stupid. Cause if, if you're like overthinking things and you're hyper-focused about all the things, you're not going to do the basic shit. Like, all right. Like the basic shit is I need to exercise, drink a lot of water, eat as healthy and clean as possible, you know, and sleep good. 
And like, that's the basic shit now. All right. Now I need to like, make sure I'm not sleeping with any blue light near me. Like then, Mm -hmm. then it's the secondary shit. And I feel like if you're so focused on all the extra, like all the things you're not going to do the basic shit. And that's where I'm like, all right, I I, I need to settle down and just keep, keep on staying my lane because I'm doing the things I'm doing the right things. And, you know, I'm trying to make sure everything's in check. I, I went and, you know, for women, obviously, we, we want to make sure we're getting our hormone levels checked and things like that. So uh, I've been really staying on top of that stuff. But it's, it is, it's that, it's that when you get too much information, I feel like you start freaking out. And, you know, because I'm going to be 45, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like, what if the boogeyman comes and I, I, he steals my sleep? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to, like, stop overthinking that this point because it's mm-hmm. it is a little freaky you know and for you guys i don't really necessarily think you have um obviously you don't have a lot of the same problems because your hormone you just got like your hormones just start kind of slowing down a little where ours are like Woo! they start going all wacky you know all over the place yeah 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 i mean they always are they're always changing every week where you guys are a lot more stable with it you know obviously with age everything declines a little but mm-hmm. it's it is it is a little bit freaky for for being a chick and going through that cycle of life, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I do have to say like, since I turned 50, like I've been feeling, this is like the best I felt probably since like my twenties at least. And I hear that from, I hear that from everybody, like even women that once, once they hit 50, everybody that I know, like most people that I know when they hit 50 is like, wow, I, I've never felt like this good. You made it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I physically feel better than I felt in a long time, honestly. So I, I can relate. Obviously, I'm not 50 yet, but I definitely physically have am feeling way better than I was. Like, I felt mm-hmm. – I, I had a lot of pain and aches, like, a few years ago, and I feel like things are really starting to get better. I think, too, just you start to really come into who you are at this yeah. at our in life. You know, like, it's, it's like your bullshit meter – you don't have time for the bullshit and you don't put up with it. It's just, you're living your life. You, you, you know who you are. You're pretty much, you know, who you're going to be. Obviously some of us do more work than others. And, but I feel like it's, you do, you, you feel a lot better about everything. I think around our age. Let's see. Oh, and just like one more thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, that I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I mentioned so the writing club that I belong yeah. to and um they recently moved and um as of today um June 24th that they're having the grand opening so it's very exciting they changed the name it's now called um lit arts ri lit and then arts ri so it's not just even though it's like mainly focused on writing it's like any kind of arts like um yeah, like drawing, painting, stuff like that. Anything that's, that's like a, cool. a podcasting studio there. Like any kind of art that you're interested in. Yeah, I recommend checking it out. It's on, um, I think it's 400 Harris Ave. It's like a really artsy section now. There's like an awesome coffee shop around the corner. I wouldn't mind writing there either. <laughs> yeah, it's in a cool artistic section of Providence, like right down the road from the Providence Place Mall. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, and the the I I got like a sneak peek into the place that yeah that they did an amazing job. Um, somebody like a local artist um did this huge mural of um Providence 
it has like all the it you know has like all the um like the state house the big blue bug like all the landmark famous landmarks in providence and like all different houses and stuff it's so awesome so yeah maybe i'll post pictures yeah, you should. I I'll have that. to come down there one day with you and, and do a little writing because I, I definitely find that I write better. I usually go to a coffee shop or something. It's it's not as good for me at home. So I, I really am intrigued by everything you're telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's all different kinds of surfaces you can write. You can, like, they have couches if you want to sit on a couch and they have these um writing notes. It's like, um they're like um, desks so you can sit in, in like a nice like tall chair or you can stand up if you want to like stand up and write in it and everything and oh that's cool yeah and it's really well done so i'll be um i'm actually i volunteered to work at the opening gonna be giving tours of the right in nook area so <laughs> i'm nice. excited about that so yeah that's cool cool yeah so um yep yeah, so i'll be mentioning them some more so yeah it's a great Rhode Island organization and um so awesome Sweet. for all creatives yeah awesome yeah and I'll uh, next podcast by next podcast I'll have a date for the new puppy yoga so we'll Thank launch you. that out and I'll let everyone know how I did in my depends <laughs> 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 oh and uh, let me I'll shout out soul friends so if anyone's uh -huh. listening they want to purchase anything it's a capital s-o-u-l uh 20 gives you 20% off if you are listening to our podcast and you'd like to grab some uh, yoga gear, yoga mat, or any fitness attire. And let's see, you can find me at the Roadrunner, R H O D E, on all the socials um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the website is um, journeyoftheroadrunner.com. And um, yeah, I want to thank everybody once again for listening, checking us out, and yeah, if you have any topics that you'd like for us to cover, you know, please let us know. We'd love to. We, you know, we love ideas. So, we yep. can talk about anything. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so that'll wind things up for now. So until next time, we'll see you out on the road. Bye. And remember, be excellent to each other. And. Party on, dudes! Yeah!